You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Talk Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a four-stripe purple belt that trains at Premier MMA located in Maryville, Indiana. Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Beattie. Hey there, how are you? I'm going good. It's going good, man. How are you today? Doing really well. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh man, no problem, man. It's definitely my pleasure to have you on here. So, uh, yeah, let's give the people what they want. Um, go ahead and um, let us in on your uh, jiu-jitsu journey. Absolutely. That's uh, one of the favorite things to talk about. So <laughs> what you want to know? Everything, how you started, how you got into it, um, and everything else in between. Sure. I was, uh, I've been doing martial arts since I was little, um, but I'd taken a little bit of a break there for a while and had my son doing uh, martial arts and ended up going to a, a gym um, in uh, Maryville, Indiana. Actually, at the time, it was in Crown Point, Indiana, which is a neighboring thing. And I loved this gym. It was just like, it was just catching to me. And it was like, it was this very similar to the gym that I was in in, um, in uh, college, but I had never done jujitsu. I'd only done uh, Kung Fu and, and Kempo Karate. That's all I'd ever done before. And so this gym, though, reminded me of the Kung Fu studio that I was, was in, in in college. And it just, it struck me. And I was just like, you know what? I, back up a little bit. When I was in Kung Fu, I'd broken my jaw. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I got my jaw broken. And uh, had it wired shut and stuff. And, and I was in college. I was married at the time, too. I was in college. But that was a pretty expensive bill for two college students to be paying for. Yeah. And so, so my wife, my wife says to me, she goes, you know, we're not doing this martial arts thing anymore. Right. It's like, we're, we're, we're just not doing it. It's too expensive. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I made a promise to her that I wouldn't do any martial arts. 20 years later, 20 years later, my son's in martial arts in, in this gym, this jujitsu gym. And I'm loving it. It's reminding me of the gym that I broke my jaw. In. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm loving this gym. And I'm like, Oh, and so I was like, just kind of like, you know what? And I said, hey, honey, I, I, I love this gym. I want to go back. I've never done jujitsu before. I want to go back and, 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 and train at this gym. What, what do you think about that? And she was like, well, whatever you want to do, I go, okay. And that was seven years ago, and I've been going ever since for the last seven years. <laughs> nice. Now I've had my fair share of injuries, you know, fingers and stuff, getting caught up in geese and broken. And then she, she told me it was funny because she said, as long as you don't get those, uh, those ears, those, those nasty, I was like, cauliflower, cauliflower ears. I was like, ears. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she goes, those are ugly. I was like, nah, I'll be just fine. I'll be just fine. Two months later, I get my first cauliflower. Oh ear. no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, now I have cauliflower ear on both ears, but yeah, I, I was able to drain them quite a bit. And so they're, they don't look that bad, but they're still noticeable. So, but it's funny. That's a funny story about that. <laughs> oh my goodness! I that's that's been my only fear about training. You know, is the cauliflower ear. Like, luckily, I've never had them or never gotten them. Almost got them one. Yeah, but 
Yeah, man, they just—they look so bad. But people wear them like a badge of honor. But that's right. Yeah, some people get them, some people don't. Some people only get them in one ear. They don't even get them in both ears. So kind of crazy. But yeah, I got them in both ears. So one, one like literally within a couple months of doing jujitsu, I got I got my first one, and then uh, uh, the next one came. My other ear started coming. Oh, probably about a year later. So, but it's all right. They're they're all big, rough, and tough now but I, I since i drained them so well i was draining them every other day oh wow. um they're flat well i'm I'm a doctor i'm a veterinarian so i was able to just do it myself <laughs> so i just drained it myself and kept draining it every other day and uh, they're flat so i don't have these big bulbous ears or anything like that they're just they're just they just don't i don't have any angles to them so uh, uh, gotcha. now do you do you compete yes sir i do i compete quite a bit i have no idea how i my <laughs> as a white belt i had uh um three months in i was i went to my first competition i was like i was i was in it and, and i have horrible pre-composition competition anxiety and i didn't really realize that until i until i did it I was like i was about ready to throw up cry everything for like two <laughs> weeks beforehand because it was like i just started this it was like yeah i've been in martial arts a long time but it's like you know not really not for 20 years and here I am, three months in as a white belt, and I'm I'm uh, I'm doing uh, doing a competition. My coach looked at me and goes, "You okay?" I'm like, I- "I'll be fine." And he's like, and he told me later, he goes, "He thought for sure I was going to get my butt kicked the first time out there." I actually got second place. Nice. My first jujitsu first jujitsu tournament had to compete against four guys, and I did pretty well. So I, you know, I lost in the finals to a guy that had been training for a year and a half. So I'm like, he was ready for his blue and <laughs> brand new white belt. So. But I did fairly well there, and I've been competing ever since. And uh, yeah, so I've uh, uh, competed at uh, Pans and at Worlds. Won Worlds last year, and Pans last year as purple belt, and then I won Pans the year before as a as a blue belt. So I've gone all the way to the top. Nice, so, congratulations on that, man. Thank you very much. Like I, I've been I've been dancing around the idea of competing. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. I've done one tournament before and I'm hoping to do one um, in January. Um, so it's just like just trying to get into that back in that, like trying to find that mindset of like of being a competitor. So like how long did it take you to like finally be able to switch that, that competitive mindset on when it came to jujitsu? Well, like I said, I did it right away. Like, three months in and I just I just kept going and um but to get to like the big the big time stuff like IBGF um pans and worlds and such I it was several years um I just didn't feel like I could I could do it I went to local tournaments and and such like that and it just eventually in order I just kept going which ended up getting rid of some of my anxiety I still have it I mean I almost cried at my worlds, you know, right before, right before my finals match, I, I almost cried. And then I did cry afterwards. <laughs> it's like, all right, it's awesome. You know, for different reason. Right. Um, so I still have that, but it's nowhere near as bad. And it, the reason is, is in that situation, it's like, I put too much, too much emphasis on winning too much, too much emphasis on, on the result and such. Whereas like, if you do like some of these local tournaments and stuff, I'm just going there for fun. It's just like another day at the gym doing open mat or going to somebody else's going to somebody else's gym and doing open mat there. Yeah. And so I'm out there having fun. So it's a little bit 
a little bit different now than when it was when I was a white belt and, and beginning blue belt doing local tournaments thinking, oh, I got to win, I got to win, I got to win. Nah, you don't have to win. It doesn't matter. You know, you're just going out there testing yourself, testing your skills, seeing where you need to develop and seeing new techniques that you don't get to see and going full force, you know, versus like at the gym. A lot of times you're in a situation at the gym where you're just calm and cool and collected because this is the same old, same old, same guys that you roll with. You kind of know what this guy's going to do. You know what you're going to do. You start playing with stuff. It doesn't matter whether you win or lose. Whereas like in a competition, you don't know who's across from you. You don't, you don't know that guy until you get to the upper levels. Now it's like, you know, now, now it's like, I know some of the guys that I'm competing with. I'm in, I'm in older divisions. I'm in the master's divisions. Mm -hmm. I have, I, I know the guys that competed against them several times now. So, and it's, and it's funny because like, as it's a blue belt, you know, I was, I was aging out the next year and the one guy goes, good, get out of here. I'm here for another two years. I'll see you in two years. <laughs> So where you know it's, it gets to be more of a camaraderie, even though it's a, even though it's a competition. So it takes several years. I mean, but some guys, even some white belts that we have at our gym, they're in it for fun. They don't care whether they win or lose. They don't have the pre-comp anxiety that that I had. So, but even if you do have it, it's you know it, you use it. It's a fear. So you use that fear. You use that adrenaline. As long as you don't have, you know, like some of these younger guys, they have seven seven matches to do. By the seventh match, you're already burnt out just from the adrenaline dump. So, yeah. but that's 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 kind of it. Took took years. It took 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 several years before I managed my anxiety. But uh, along the way, I just kept going because it was fun. Right? Because yeah, because I I swore off tournaments a lot. And I no specific like no particular reason. It was just like yeah, and it didn't it didn't appeal to me to like compete. I I was doing it to get you know to get healthy, to learn a martial art, just to kind of like you know at first it was like you know just to kind of find something to do or whatever. But you know as time goes on, fell deep in love with it, and I started watching more and more like jujitsu tournaments, and it was just like man, that looks fun. But it was just that inkling in the back of my mind, like, eh, it's, that's not what you're in it for. That's, you know, it's you, you do it for the martial art. But when I finally did a tournament and I, you know, it was I was um, masters and super heavy. So it was a very, very small list. It was like me and only one other guy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I did it. And I like the after the first match it, w it went so quick because I, I got destroyed but oh no <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty bad but it was it was kind of like i i obviously i didn't know what to respect but to expect because it was like literally my first tournament so right it was like i'll kind of win the mindset like i'm just going to go for the experience you know whatever happens happens so on and so forth but you know i got done we had like two matches because it was only me and him and I felt I I felt good. Like, yeah, I got beat. I got tapped twice, but I was like, man, this this wasn't that bad. Not that bad. It was right? not that bad. You know, it's like you get on that roller like a roller coaster for the first time. It's like, you know what? It was a lot of twists and turns and I almost threw up a little bit, but it wasn't <laughs> that bad. I could I could see myself doing this again. So, it just that little, I guess, competitive spark has been nagging at me. So, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to look up some tournaments and let's see what I can find. It's going to be in Michigan. That's close by me. And we're just going to start trying to do as many as we possibly can. No, that's fine. That's wonderful. And it's, and it's, it's, it's everybody's journey is different. I mean, this, this all the jujitsu is about is the journey. How you, yeah. I mean, you know, 
people talk about getting belts and stuff. It's like, you know, I, I, it, once I got my purple belt for sure, it's like, I didn't care anymore. It's like, it, whatever it is, what it is. It's like, yeah, I wanted to get my purple belt. Now it's like, when I get my brown belt, I'll get my brown belt. Probably be this next, next promotion. If it's not this next promotion, it'll be the next promotion. It's, it's, that's not what I'm in it for anymore. It's, it's part of the journey. Same thing with competition. A lot of people are like you or it's like, yeah, I'm not into competition or, or yeah, that's not what I'm in this for. It's like, that's okay. It's not a big deal. It's that's not part of your journey. If it is part of your journey, make it the best that you possibly can. Oh, yeah. The other thing is the other thing with this is that uh, if you're really not worried about, if you're not really concerned about get $2 piece of metal that you get, <laughs> um, you can go to an open mat. That's, that, that's, that's the closest thing that you're going to get is, is going to some other gym that you don't know the people that how they roll and stuff and, and you go to their open mat and you roll with them and uh you're not gonna get that that uh or at least i hope you don't go in there and go full force and and try and kill everybody there at, at an open mat you're there for a friendly thing so you don't but it's as close as you're gonna get to seeing a different type of uh different type of style that yeah. uh, you're not you're not used to and then you can go to different open mats i have there's been guys that have come through our gym that are uh Know, traveling around the country they stop at gyms every every chance that they can get we're we're a carlson gracie affiliate so mm -hmm. these guys these guys go to carlson gracie gyms all around the country and trying to just see how many that they can get into with open mats and stuff so it's it, that's another way of doing their journey so it's pretty cool yeah it's it, cool it's good for anybody yeah definitely and um what's funny is um my one of my my I call him my brother at this point because we've been training for like the last five years together. Um, Absolutely. So we've, we, you know, he's a brown belt and he'll be, hopefully, I think he will be, but he's like, well, we'll see, we'll see when we get there, but he'll be testing for his black belt next year. Mm -hmm. And I just got my brown belt and we're like in a position where we are like assistant, assistant instructors at the school. Okay. So, you know, we were just kind of like talking like, okay, you know, eventually there's going to be a point where we're going to be like teaching a lot more than what we do now. We may do maybe like one class every couple months. You know, if my if our instructor is, you know, has other plans or he's like traveling or whatever, because he's been doing that a lot later, a lot lately, too. So we've been like, you know, doing classes every now and then. But we're like, you know, eventually we're going to be doing more classes. And we need to, you know, broaden our our jujitsu horizon like yeah we watch videos a lot and we you know discuss them and we kind of rep them together but i think we should start you know adventuring out and seeing other styles of jujitsu to you know i guess you know to try to like change it up a little bit so last year we was we were kind of planning on doing that like just taking a road trip from you know from detroit to upper michigan and trying to hit as many gyms as we possibly can to kind of just get different type of experiences with rolling with other with rolling with other people for sure because it's yeah. like it you know like i say it's, you know if you can find open mats it's basically the same thing as competing but it's a lot it's a lot more lenient because that person you come you know you come into their school and you they know you're not going to try to steamroll them or try to hurt them you're just doing it for the love and experience for sure the other thing that you can see is like, especially from a teaching aspect is seeing how other schools teach. Like yeah. one of mm -hmm. the coolest things I've done here is I went to Pedago. I went to Pedago Submission Fighting down in Mount Vernon 
and um seeing how heath and and his crew train and stuff i was like that's really cool i'm going to take that back to my competition class and and sure enough it's like you know going going back to my gym or whatnot and i was like talking with the instructors there. i was like hey this is really cool and i was teaching i was teaching a class and i was like i'm i did one of the one of the things that i learned at pedago one of the um one of the drills that they did i did that at my thing because i took value in what they had to offer and you can do that the same same way it's like when you make your trips around just seeing how what other how other people teach stuff so it's pretty cool i i i would recommend it i i've visited several different schools so it's it's fun so yeah that's our that's our um our uh plan for the summer of you know 20 uh 2023 cool um so i think it'll be cool i'm really excited it's gonna be fun that'll be fun that'll be kicking so you being a veterinarian it's a it's a i would assume that's a very demanding job and like how do you find balance in work home and training because being the competitor i know you you know you train a lot so i do so like right now i haven't competed i I had a slight injury to um my uh tibial uh to my tibia and ended up not going to worlds this year um so i've kind of been just laying back i still been going to class and such and still training but not as heavily uh but when i was training for like pants and worlds yeah i was doing 10 classes a, a week so but how i do it is that luckily with with how, what i do is i'm <laughs> i'm a specialist i do i do acupuncture and chiropractic on horses and 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 dogs and so i can wow. i can do my schedule pretty pretty uh tight so that i can actually make make sure that i put just put into my schedule i'm going to class this time i'm going to training here i'm going to training here so i don't work weekends i don't have emergencies so it works out a little bit better for me as even as even though i'm a veterinarian um luckily the other thing is that uh one of the one of the black belts at the at the school she's she started teaching this class heck when she was even a purple belt um she's uh she's also world champion and masters world champion she uh she uh has a 5 a.m class so so yeah so it works out that you know tuesday wednesday thursday she teaches a 5 a.m class so uh, that's i get that in all the time like i typically go tuesdays and thursday even now even right now Mm -hmm. even though i'm not training heavily i go to her tuesdays and thursday classes because we got a good group of guys in there we used to call it the dad's crew because it was just a bunch of old guys in, in there <laughs> doing it now we got now you know now that i'm in there and, and a couple other big competitors are in that class we've got some young guys coming in all the time now it's like hey you got a 5 a.m class hey it's like let's go you know it's got a couple world champions in our in our gym that they're training at 5 a.m we need to get in there and train at 5 a.m like all right that's pretty cool so it's pretty awesome so that's how i get it started 5 a.m class was a big deal and then uh, i will train on sunday sunday was always the competition class that we had there and our coach really put us through the ringer on sundays typically and then monday night is the big general class and there will be times that he would not have any mercy on us i'd do a really tough hard sunday comp comp class and then come back and and do a Monday class now for somebody I'm 52 and when I was when I won uh, pans I was uh, day before my 50th birthday is when I won oh, that, wow. one of my first pans and so it's just it's hard on me to do that and then I laugh because like the pedagogy 
Pedigo guys will do two, two a day. And then John Donaher's group, they'll do two a day every day. And it's like, no breaks. It's like, okay, well, I, you know, I feel, I feel cool. Cause I'm doing 10 classes, 10 classes a week. These, these guys are doing way more than that. It's just, it's insane. So, um, but it's, it for agile. Yeah. It's, it's just easier because my, my gym does 5 a.m.s and I just put it into my schedule that I had to train. I had to, if I wanted to win, if I wanted to win worlds, I had to put the training, I had to put the time in. And so I would do that, but I'd also, at my age, I'd also make sure that I would have rest days. I mean, I, I can't do what the Donaher boys do or what Pedigo boys do because my body just, I mean, I'm, old, I'm older. I just, I just can't do it anymore. So I'll, I'll take Wednesdays off and Saturdays off, but every other day I'm training especially and then and then for my uh, wednesdays and saturdays when i was training i still i wasn't going to jiu-jitsu but i would be on my rower or i would be uh on a bike you know i would be doing something that day just to keep my cardio up and and uh just keep going that way for sure that's that's awesome man that's awesome i i i miss our morning classes at my school yeah. Like we used to do um Wednesday yeah, Wednesday, Friday morning classes. And at, you know, it was like me, the instructor, and um it just like one or, or one or two other people that would show up and I I would feel so good because like, man, what a great way to start a day by doing jujitsu. Like there's no better way to like get the day going. But as I agree on as as time went on, it was just me and my instructor doing the morning classes. So it was kind of like, all right, well, it's a private. So we'll, you know, we'll work some stuff or we'll just kind of like um, go over some stuff that we went over like the night before. But then it was like, you know, at this point, we're just kind of wasting time because it's just us two. Like we see right. each other Tuesday and then we're going to get up Wednesday and then, you know, Thursday and then Friday. So it was like, okay, we're just going to stop, stop doing, you know, morning classes. But I I want to bring back. I want to do morning classes again, but the, some of the guys I train were like, "Man, that's too early for jujitsu." <laughs> like I I can't get up that early. I'm like, man, me like my like me and my instructor we joke about this all the time. Like it could be like two three in the morning, and <laughs> I be want to text him like, "Hey, let's get an hour in real quick," and he gonna be like. All right, man, let's go. <laughs> See, you got the training for competition. There you go. Just go. That's awesome. That is awesome, though. Yeah, you got your problem. Let's start the classes back up. You guys got to go. I want to, but I, I'm, I'm an, I'm, I need people to show up. This is I mean, true. Regardless, regardless of what, if I show up 5, 6 in the morning at this gym, somebody's going to get a workout. If it's just me by myself or, you know, whoever shows up. Yeah, but rolling with the dummy. That's what you got to be doing. Exactly. Exactly. Because when you say at five o'clock and I'm like how my, my schedule was hectic now. Cause like in the mornings, um, I, you know, take my wife to work and then I go to work and it's like, man, five o'clock would be nice. I can, you know, get up if, you know, get up about four thirty, go yeah. to the gym, get a good hour in by the time I get by the time I get back, she'll just be getting up. So I ain't cutting into nobody's schedule. I, I just might have to do that. <laughs> that's that's why we do that. It's like, you know, we got a bunch of guys that work like work at the mills, you know, because we've got steel mills up, up near Gary, Indiana. And so um, we got those guys coming in and uh, um, they have to be at work at seven. So they get in at five. They're done at six. They go to work. 
works out really well. For me, it works really well because typically my first appointment's not till like nine o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this, I'm just gonna make you jealous. This is what I do. I get up, get up at four thirty. I go work out till six. I'm home. I'm showered by six thirty. I crawl back in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, that's I'm a little jelly. <laughs> I crawl back in the bed and sleep for a half hour. Get up at seven o'clock. I'll be life, life will be much better. I mean that I'm telling you that half hour. Even if I don't fall asleep, even if I just lay there like meditate or just or just relax and chill, it, it is the best best half hour of my day. Right after Man. jujitsu, it's pretty awesome. That's that that's <laughs> definitely that's definitely awesome. But like being you know being a guy your age like like how would like you know if, if we just say you t- if this was like 30 years ago 20 years ago like would you like have ever imagined you being like so committed to jujitsu that even at your age you're still pushing as hard as you're pushing now probably not because I I if i would have at that point in time sam i push it whatever i do pretty much so uh-huh. so i guess if i would have if I would have went into it, I mean, that's how I've got my jaw broken in Kung Fu. It's like, <laughs> you know, same thing. It's like, I'm just, I'm pushing hard. So if I was pushing hard in Jiu-Jitsu back then, yeah, my body probably would have taken a pretty huge beating by then. You know, it's like, it's, it's getting hurt now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, back 20 years ago or whatnot, that would have been, yeah, I probably, I would have met Black Belt by now and I would have uh, probably been instructing stuff, but the comp- competition thing probably would have been, long gone for me i don't know i don't know because i still see some guys in the black belt levels that are you know my age still competing heavily i mean they've been black belts for years so maybe yeah. not i don't know i don't Cause, know because i'm you know i'm i just turned i thought uh, i turned 35 this year and i you know i still sit back and i think like man i would have never thought in a million years like i would be doing this because i see people you know my age and sometimes even younger that's you know just don't do anything that they're not they're not active they just sit down and just eat all day and it's like my god like you're we're the same age and i look twice as younger than you like what's what's going on man like how could you you know accept that but me like i like till this day i'm still surprised like you know i get up i go to the gym i train I you know I go to I go to like the you know I go to Planet Fitness three days a week. I train two days a week. So I'm trying to get more in. You know if, if someone wants to do a private or whatever, I still do that. I'm I'm busy like every single day, and but I love it. That's love good. It. That's good. You especially when it passion. comes to it, man. Especially when it comes to jujitsu, like whatever I can do jujitsu related, I'm I'm all for it. Like a hundred percent. Like hundred percent all for it. Well, that's for me. Like, here's the thing. It's like that's that's my retirement plan. I'm not planning on retiring. I'm planning on teaching jujitsu. That's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can yeah. still see myself competing. You know, doing master seven, master eight. I could still see myself doing that. So I don't know. It'd be fun, man. So so like so am I, man. Like. I, you know, being a brown belt, I just got my brown belt in October. Congrats. And thank you. And just think like, man, I'm, you know, just one more step from black belt. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited because I'm, I'm excited. And at the same time, it's kind of like, wow, man, that, that kind of sucks. Cause I, I, cause we, you know, we test for each belt. 
and we have to show we know we have to show a certain type of in a certain amount of like techniques and we do self-defense portions and stuff like that and it's like wow i only got one more to do but um but yeah just the thought of like what happens after black belt like yeah i would eventually love to open my own school um and you know teach as much as i possibly can train as much as i possibly can and hopefully still be doing you know this podcast you know as long as i possibly can because if this can blow up like i'm i'm hoping it will and i could just do this and train i'll be i'll be happy would that be that'd be awesome <laughs> that'd be so awesome just sit down and talk about jujitsu all day and just get up and go do jujitsu all day that that sounds like a sweet life that sounds awesome that sounds pretty cool astro rogan man i'm telling you i'm telling you exactly exactly because i've you know since i've i've started this um i've done like seven no this is my 17th my 17th interview okay so far since i started and this was i started this at the beginning of the month and wow. just the amount of people that i've talked to from different rankings like you know brown belt white belts black belts and just the just the amount of like support and like excitement that people has gotten when I tell them about this stuff. Like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast about jujitsu. You guys want to talk about it? Well, hell yeah. <laughs> count me in. Like, count me in. And we're we're, the, we're the same passionate type of people as you are. That's what it is. We all we all love this. Cause, cause, like with me, like you know, my wife, she she's back into training. My daughter trains, but and besides the people that um you know I train with there's not a lot of people around me that does jujitsu, but it's like, man, I just want to talk about jujitsu all day. <laughs> and then you just meet people that's like, man, I want to talk about jujitsu all day too. So, <laughs> so, why, so hell, why not? That is, yeah, for sure. For sure. That's pretty cool. I, so, I, it's a good dream. Good dream. I think you'll make it. Man, I appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm hoping. So um, you said your, your son trains too, right? He used to, he kind of, he, he's autistic and, um, he was really good at his old school. And then we switched to this new gym and this is the gym that I fell in love with. Right. Well, at this old gym, he was kicking everybody's butt, like beating everybody's butt. It was not a true traditional jujitsu place. And then I'd heard about a true jujitsu place. We brought him there. He was a white belt. We have a bunch of fighters at our gym. I mean, some badasses at our gym. And mm -hmm. so, um, he was he was going there. He went from the best in the in the school to getting his butt kicked. Now it's like, oh uh, yeah, because it's still just a white belt. I don't care what kind of belt you had at this other gym. <laughs> it was nothing like like this this stuff here. So, and he he knew quite a bit. He was really good, especially at nogi. He was really good at nogi stuff. But eventually, he just kind of you know he was he was a teenager at that point in time, and you know high school was just tough for him especially being a high functioning autistic kid and he just he keeps telling me he says i'd like to go back i'd like to go back i was like okay well we can go back anytime come on now you know he he still lives at home he's 21 now he still lives at home but uh and and he works but he just i keep telling him I was like hey you can get up in the morning with me we can go to evening classes or whatnot he's like sure 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 and then he just he he doesn't have that passion anymore you know, he just kind of, he kind of lost it a little bit, but you know, that's, that's what, he never even got his blue belt. I was like, oh man. It is, it definitely still sounds like he has it. He just kind of needs that extra little nudge. Right. 
hopefully man but yeah I, I really do hope that he gets back and you know gets back into it it would be cool if he did so but now now it's just like well dad's so high at it it's like you know it's, it's fine buddy I, it doesn't matter it's like he's, he's just i don't know he has a little bit of competitive edge as well because he used to be you know really good he used to be able to kick dad's butt you know i can't kick dad's butt <laughs> That now the tables has turned. The tables have turned, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, my daughter, she just turned seven, but she's been um yeah, she's been training for like the last couple like the last like month or so. And is she loving it? Man, she is. She is. And just the excitement on her face, like, you know, as a matter of fact, like today, what you know, right before she went to bed, she's like she's like, Daddy, um, are we going to training tomorrow? I was like, yeah, we're going to train it. She said, okay, because I really want to go because I finished oh. last week. I was like, yes. That's great. That's great. Because <laughs> when, when she started, because she would usually come to me with, you know, when, um, come to me to classes. Yeah, she used to come with me to classes every now and then. And then after a while, we kind of introduced kids to class back. So I was like, oh, well, she's old enough now. So I'm like, hey, you want to start coming to class? And she's like, yeah. And she just been hooked ever since. That's awesome. Good yeah, for you, man. That's, awesome. that's cool. I love it. I love that she has. It. She wants to go. That's great. Because even before, like even before she started training, she, you know, I took, I brought her with me to my first, you know, to the first tournament. Yeah. And you know, we was there early. It was like you know seven, eight in the morning, and she saw all the kids, you know, running around with their geese on, and she's like. Oh, they, you know, they, they wearing what you wear. I was like, yeah, they, they train. And she was like, oh, I'll, I'll you know, she's like, I want to train. I was like, you know, okay. If we get kids class back yet, we'll start training. But she haven't seen them compete yet. So I'm thinking maybe when she see it gets a little bit actiony, she might change her mind. But no, she said, <laughs> I still want to do that. So I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's funny because like the kids that we have a good good kids team also and it's like when they lose it's like they're so so upset about it at the time but they're resilient they're like i'm ready to go back again yeah i'm gonna go try again i'm like okay very cool so yeah. so they're, they're very resilient about it so it look it looks scary especially to an adult and they're thinking about losing the kids don't think that way they kind of live in the now and it's like you know it's like eventually i'm gonna get it i'm gonna win eventually i'm gonna win okay so I don't know. That's been my experience with them. Yeah, seeing some of these kids, man, compete. I mean, it's it's. I've talked about this on like a quite a few episodes about kids competing. Those kids are, you know, kids are so so badass when it comes to jujitsu. Because you know they're they're young. They have really nothing to really worry about. What school and now training two three <laughs> days a week. But these kids are savages, man. Very much monsters. so. Very much so. Yeah. You know, I mean, think about it. You got. You got somebody out there that's probably a kid right now that's training pretty pretty heavily that uh, will end up beating, you know, Gordon Ryan, you know? It's like there, there's got to be a kid out there because they are. They are they're so savage. Just like you said, they are skilled beyond belief. Dude, I can't even do that, you know? I know. I'm like, man, if I, ooh, I wish I could have started at your age. Imagine yes. what I would be. Besides, I'll beat up and broken up. <laughs> right. Be, besides, beat up and broken up, but I'll be. I'll be, I'll be awesome. skilled. That'd be awesome. That's right. 
be pretty pretty awesome i mean you look at the Ritulo brothers and stuff and it's like how far they've come you know they're they're just they're just they're babies still you know i mean they're like 18 19 20 years old i mean they're yeah. young and then there is um i can't remember the kid's name um he's like 16 years old cole um, bate isn't that cole yeah. bate yeah Purple that dude's belt. a he, monster. Yeah, he's. I think he got his brown belt. But yeah, he's bad too. Mika Galvao, same thing. Or all those guys. Yes. Like, like that whole team. I'm like, wow, those guys are going to be awesome. I mean, they're awesome already. These dudes are scary mm-hmm. at, this, at this young age. <laughs> 15, 16, 18 years old. Just destroying, <laughs> like walking through people. It's not like a... Oh man, he got the best of you because he's bigger. Like, no, you're walking through people, and they're beating men. You know, they're beating yes. guys in their their twenties, late twenties. You know, adults with bills. Like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like, that's, holy man, cow! Oh man, it's, yeah. So that's awesome. The, the, those young, young, young kids, kids like your daughter's age, up to like 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. I mean, that's, that's the next generation. If the, if this generation. Of the Ruchola brothers and Galvao's and, and stuff are, are and Colabati are doing that good. Just, I mean, 12, 13 year olds that are coming behind them are going to be just that much better. Oh, man, I can only imagine. And I'm hoping around, I'm hoping I can be around just to see a taste of it. For sure. See what these, like, these, yeah, this beyond next generation, man, what, they, what they're going to be capable of. Because I've seen some kids at tournaments that I'm like, oh, I, I didn't want to be a creep and be like, hey, I need to follow your career. Where's your mom? I need to, you know, talk to them. But, like, I'm like, oh, I hope you stay with it. Yeah. Because um, sure. I seen this one little girl at a tournament. And when I tell you, like, you know, usually with kids tournaments, it's like, you know, it doesn't matter. Was, you know, it's a, a boy versus girl, girl versus girl, whatever, whatever. So it was just usually by age and the kid that she was going against was a little bit bigger than her. And you no, know, he had about like a good 10 some pounds on her and she had no fear. She just looked him straight in the eye, slap bumped and just went to work. <laughs> Smooth, straight blast double and went to town on this little kid. Wow. And I'm thinking, you know, because like usually when you see like uh, I see like kids like train or like how they how they're on the competition, you can tell they rep like a like a certain thing. Like if you know if you're on top, this is what you do. So like he like one kid, for example, he would get top, and when a kid try to buck him off, he, you know he'll fix his base and slap the mat to make sure that he's in the right position. So it's like okay, they worked that. But this girl, she was flowing and moving natural. Wow. Like straight splash double straight to top the kid put his arms up to try to like push her back down she swimmed over to an arm bar and the rest was history <laughs> i was like me and my training partner was just sitting here looking like how old is this little girl yeah man it's yeah these 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 jujitsu kids are are like the new soccer kids man that's right it's pretty awesome. It's like whatever passion that they have, and if they have a passion for this game, that's awesome. And they're gonna be they're gonna go far with it. So we'll see. Yeah, we man, shall definitely. see. I mean, that's only a few years away, <laughs> right? Because they can compete at what? Is it how how can they compete? Like a teen? I mean, at the adult divisions. I not talking about like the kids in general. Like oh, how old are the kids? I don't know. I I really don't know. Seven, eight. I don't know. 
All right, I gotta, I got. Gotta, gotta look no, that daughter, up. My daughter just turned seven. I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to get up at five in the morning. Like, come on, you about to go to gym <laughs> before you go to school. <laughs> See, our gym, our gym, we uh, we have a limit ten ten years of age. You have to be ten years to be to be at our gym. So, um, just the coach, just. The younger kids sometimes, I mean, you got a seven-year-old daughter, you know what it's like, you know, some, oh, yeah. some of them are, especially if they don't, don't want to be there. The parents have told them to be there. It's difficult. Just, kind of just dump them it's, off. Yeah, yeah. Dump them off. it's difficult. So that's why he's like 10 years and above. That's, that's it. If you're under 10, you're not, you're not coming here. So I don't know what the youngest age is to compete, but I get, I, I would bet it's seven or eight. I mean, some of those kids are little, really little. Yeah, really little. I think with our school. I think it's seven, but it's kind of like, okay, if they can comprehend what's going on, then we'll give them a shot if they're a little bit younger. But yeah, no longer, no, no younger than six or seven years old. We don't. Yeah. Right. Cause at that point we we're just talking to a brick wall. Right. So, so yeah, we just do, yeah, we just do like six or seven. But, um, yeah, if you, um, if you got any questions for me, um, if you want to like, you know, definitely shout out your school. If you got any competitions or anything you got coming up, man, the floor, the floor is all yours. Well, oh, thank you, man. That'd be awesome. I just, I have, to be honest with you, I have nothing coming up. We'll see what's going to happen in um, the end of the year already here. I might do pans next year. It, uh, that's in March. Um, but if I get my brown belt, you know, I probably still will do it. Um Team Cologne, that's 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 our MMA MMA thing, and a lot of times we we uh, go under the banner of Team Cologne even at, at Jiu-Jitsu. Um, you know, Premier MMA is the name of our business of the school, but realistically, we all we all just say Team Cologne. So, and um, I don't know, I have I have I don't really have much of anything else going on besides, uh, like I said, uh, end of December will be belt promotions. We'll see if I get my brown. Um, pans next year. I have, I have nothing else going on right now. Nothing else. And uh, the the uh, team finished up at Naga this this last uh, this last weekend here, and uh, they did it in Illinois, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kids the kids came in uh, second. Like the kids as a team, our team came in second for that. So wow. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'll probably go down and visit Pedico, and during the off season, basically here. Uh, Love those guys. They're they're only a four hour uh, trip for me, so that's not that bad. Um, spend some time with them. They're 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 kicking butt on the tournament thing. Other than that, not much. Where, so where's your school at? Where exactly is your school at? Uh, my school is H uh, O Martial Arts, located in Oak Park, Michigan. Oak Park, Michigan. Okay. How yeah. far are you from Chicago then? Uh, it was about four. Hours? You're you're, you're near that's Detroit it. then, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, you're about four hours from me. So that's not that far either. See, I could come visit you instead of going to Pedigo. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I would love. I would be, you know, love to have you, man. We would definitely yeah. welcome you with open arms, man. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. So no, thank you for the opportunity to come on your podcast, dude. It's awesome. Oh man, I, I appreciate it. But um, yeah, that's the end of today's episode. You know, I would like to thank Daniel one more time for coming on and sharing his experiences with us. And I hope you guys, you know, took something from that. Um, please go and follow our Facebook and Instagram page to stay up to date on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day.